get low, you can still go. Even yeah, when you get slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, 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 go. Every single day I'll be making moves Till I'm buried in my grave To the system I don't wanna be a slave I've been doing shit my way uh, Or the highway It's October You know what that means? Well We've had four weeks of the NFL We've had five weeks of college football Syracuse 5-0 and Vikings 3-1 and But most importantly What brings October? MLB playoff baseball. Golf majors are over. We just had the President's Cup. Uh, MLB playoffs. NHL. NBA starting up here in a couple weeks. NBA keeps moving their schedule up, so they keep starting earlier and earlier before Halloween. But NHL, middle of October. Two more weeks. Uh, this is going to be a short little podcast episode number eight. Take into the Max Sports Podcast with your host, Max Murphy. We're going to have a guest that's coming on in approximately a minute after I mention what did the Vikings do? Well, they won on a double doink. Sorry, Bears fans. That doesn't bring, doesn't bring back a good memory for you guys, but brings back a good one for the Vikes. Love to see it. Winning, double doink. I had to wake up. Can you believe that? I had to wake up at 9.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning to watch the Vikings in London. First of all, took a little nap at halftime. Had to. I mean, 9.30 is way too early. Uh, second of all, got to watch Jay Jettas do his thing against Marshawn Lattimore. Got to watch Kirk do his thing. Now what this podcast episode is about. Uh, we got to get into it because playoff postseason... Is coming up. The picture's kind of closing in. We got the Mariners and Rays playing for their spots right now. Who's going to Toronto Friday night, you may ask, for the Blue Jays baseball game playoff at home? Could be me. Could be me. Maybe it's not. But, anyways, um, October playoffs 5 1 and 1. Week 4 NFL picks last week. If you didn't check it out, go check out episode 7 where I dropped this absolute heater. Of my max seven plays, and we went five one and one. Let's get into introducing our guest, though. A man who has been my classmate since sixth grade, going all the way back to Horizon Middle School, was my debate teammate from ninth grade to twelfth grade at Century High School. Is the man that, towards our senior year, maybe eh, a little bit after, uh, summer after our senior year. We were the ones who wanted to get this podcast thing kind of rolling because he knows more than sports. He knows more about all sports than I do. Um, he's very knowledgeable. He's got great takes, hot takes, whatever you want. Jacob Nissler's got it. Um, great man. Great, great, great debater. The most important. Most importantly, right, Jacob? Welcome in. Thanks, Max. Isn't Good that the here. only thing that matters, though, your debate status? Yeah, that's the only thing, right? Never, never that, won. Never won, but that, but that translates to talking about sports, right? That's all it is when you're talking with your friends. It's all just Absolutely. Debating. Oh, my goodness. How, how many of these little podcasts could we have recorded on the back of a bus to Fargo? 
with Mr. Nicholas Corum. <laughs> with Nick Corum. Oh my goodness, you said I Aaron, have hot takes. Yeah, Aaron Donald is in a top <laughs> top five player in the league. You name you name it, Nick Corum had it. Oh my goodness. I mean, actually, hey, looking back, didn't he he was on the Josh Allen train before any of us were. Was he the one that said Josh Allen's gonna be that guy? I think NFL? he I think he I think he was the first one to say Josh Allen is him. I hope we can reach out to him and say, hey, watch the beginning to. of this podcast I, episode. I think, because... I, think his, I think his official take was that Josh Allen was uh, more talented than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, okay, we got to wait a little bit on that one. Got to wait we a got, little bit. I think you got to wait, uh, what is he, 10, 15 years into the league now? Rodgers? Yeah. Rodgers is like 20 Almost years 20. Almost, almost yeah. 20. So Anyways, we're going to have to wait a bit on, on Josh. I can't believe. It's kind of against... It's against the law to bring for a Vikings fan to bring out a Packers fan. Um, however, <laughs> look at his jersey he's wearing right now. Look behind him. He's got a little Twins poster there. We do agree on that. Basketball, Absolutely. who cares? But Twinkies, I think we got to start there. We got we to gotta recap. Twinkies reign supreme, man. Got to recap the uh, after All-Star break, Jacob. What happened? I, uh, you know... It's it's really really boring to just say is that. This, sorry. <laughs> it's it's really boring to just blame the season on injuries. But look at the Twins' season, right? So the end, we could have made a playoff push. Buxton had knee surgery. The beginning of the season, Chris Paddock down with an injury. Wait, Tommy no wait. Byron Buxton got hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. We gotta have Davis Hull on here, man. <laughs> Byron Buxton getting hurt? I've never That's, heard of that. Well, hey, I'm just glad he made it to like September before he hit the IL for it. At least he, period of time. at least he gave us a chance up until what was it? I no, he wasn't playing in. What, was, was he it? playing in July? I think well, because he was in the All Star game. Yeah, so he. I think he got and hurt he, right I after. I think he the played for like game. a month after the All Star game, but he wasn't. He wasn't playing like an All Star after the All Star game. That's for sure. The guy. <laughs> Sometimes I wish he would tone it back on his running. Yeah, a, his, a little bit. I mean, on his base doing, on his fl- flying into the walls to make a catch. Because yeah. if he gave ninety percent of the effort that he gives every night, he would be playing the whole year. For sure, and we would still get production. We'd still get fifty yeah. homers a year. Not actually, but what's what's crazy though? The Twins didn't steal any bases this year. I think and, we're like bottom five in stolen bases. And then you kind of look, I don't know, it makes a little bit of sense. What, who was, I mean, besides Celestino, we didn't have any really quick guys. No, no. Because, I mean, even our young players, I mean, you look at Larnick, you look at Kirilov, both injured, but they, they're both yeah. not, like, they're not speed demons by any means. They can hit thought, the ball. I thought uh, Carlos Correa was a little bit quicker than he is, but he's, I guess he's six four. But whatever. But what? But I mean, like, look at look at our top players, like Correa, Buxton. What I mean, Buxton has speed for days, but like, both of their defenses are so good that we don't need them to steal bags. Yeah. Like, stay in the game, play Gold Glove shortstop, play Gold Glove center field. We don't need you to steal twenty bags. I will say the MLB is it is trending towards. I don't know. Like you look at Julio Rodriguez, Trey Turner. Oh, Those yeah. type of guys, oh, it goodness. is trending towards. Even though they're not stealing the bases, who what like legendary uh, was it? Ty Cobb who stole all those. Uh, Ricky Henderson. 
Ricky Henderson, Henderson had like a million for, stolen bases. Yeah, no, Ricky Henderson. Um, but anyway, since then we haven't. I mean, Trey Turner and Julio Rodriguez, not just great base stealers, um, just quit overall. Their defense, they hit for contact, they hit for power, they got it, yeah. and I think the MOB is kind of trending in that direction. Bobachet, Bobachet's another guy. Oh yeah, yeah, he's. he's I love fast. this. To give a little preview to what we're doing a little bit later after we catch up, um, Boba, uh, the Blue Jays and Boba Shet, what they're doing right now, I think that team is really good. Going to the game Friday night. Hopefully, God, I'm hoping the Mariners are playing right now, but I really hope it's the rest of the Mariners so I can see Julio Rodriguez. And that's, I think Castillo. That's what, I've gotten the, that's what I've gotten the playoff picture right now. So, Okay. Uh, I will say congrats to you and Rachel. Thank getting you, thank engaged. You. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Um, should we move into the little bracket? Oh, what what else on the Twinkies? We gotta finish this recap. Well, so so my big thing was injuries, right? You know, you got you got Paddock that goes down. None of our pitchers really stayed healthy for the whole season. I mean, Bailey Ober just came back from the IL. You had Sonny Gray go down for like Sonny, ten days yep. at a time. You had Joe. I think Joe Ryan was down on the IL for a little bit too, wasn't he? And. I think a little bit, but what really sucked was after all, right after All Star break, he was having a monster year up until the All Star break. Yeah, I think he had uh, at least three consecutive, three back to back to. Oh my gosh! Awful. I, oh, I mean, he's one of my favorite players in the league right now. And yeah. when he, there was a game where he went out. It was like a, I think it was a Friday night in San Diego, and they drilled like five home runs off. Yes. Of absolutely nutty like why I, I don't understand how that happens because then then like this last game he just pitched he was like oh, eight yeah. innings with zero hits and he always gives you six to at least six strikeouts a um an outing but and, and no he's got like so, two pitches that's what's crazy yeah <laughs> and, and his, yeah, fast, his fastball is like 94 it's not heat so they were playing the brewers on a i think I think one thing that the MLB did really good this year was reaching out to, they had Apple TV games, they had Peacock games, yep. they had yep. YouTube games, and when they were playing yep. the YouTube, I like the crew that they had in the YouTube, the one one game a week that they had going, um, yep, I, I like the crew that they had, but when it was that game versus the Brewers, uh, they were interviewing, uh, the crew was interviewing, I think... It was Yelich, maybe someone else, who had played Joe Ryan the night before. And they were yep. on the headset, and they're like, "What? what is it about like Joe Ryan that, like... Because he only throws 93, 94 yep. miles yep. per hour. And they said it just moves different. Like, yeah. for fastball, yep. it just moves different. I yep. played baseball until I was in fifth grade. Whatever. So did everyone. T-ball, whatever. Like, little yep. league baseball. Yep. And I don't know pitches. I don't know how to th- throw, like, a curveball. I don't know anything about that. But all I heard was Joe Ryan just throws a different fastball. Do you know what that means? Uh, I mean, I know. Not scientific-wise, but, like, do you know why it's so effective? I, I don't. I, I think it might be something with his release point, maybe. But, I mean, I mean I've mean, i heard that, too. Because I, I remember watching that game that, you know, it just moves different. I think, was he, were they talking with Devin Williams? Or was it? Devin Williams is a whole or, nut. Dude, that guy's a dog. I don't remember who they were talking to, but I remember yeah. watching that. Right. And, and that's why I love those YouTube games is because 
it's it's almost like a Manning cast, like for Monday Night Football. Well, and they just they... like interview everyone, and they or yeah. they like they had like Joe Mauer on a game. I want to say, yeah, which is crazy, but. And now for Sunday Night Baseball, obviously, um, that is coming to an end this year. But on Sunday Night Baseball, they were doing a little um, a little popcorn, right? So in, in elementary school or middle school, when you're doing readings of a textbook, uh-huh. you're, you, you get called to read, and then you read your passage, right? And then you're like, yeah. I'm going to popcorn Jacob Nissler. And I loved what they did this year in uh, – Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN, they started the year with like Francisco Lindor on uh, the Mets, and then he mm-hmm. would choose a guy for the next following week. So then, like that next week, it would be like Austin Riley or something. And That's then cool. the fact that they had these guys mic'd up while they're like on defense while they're making these plays, you get to see how they're set up like at shortstop or left field or whatever. And yeah. then you get like hear the insight of why they're shifted this way, why they're shifted. Yeah. I just and- love, I think for a game that's I, I'm not going to say dying. I know it's an old game. I know nine innings is a lot for a lot of people. But you're yeah. going to have those diehard fans like we are. They'll stay in it for 160 games, which yeah. is long. But you're going to have enough fan. Like, I think they're trending in the du- right directions. The We can get to this later. But the rule changes that they're making next year, yeah. Um, yeah. the networks that they reached out to this year. Uh, I mean, we saw the NFL do it both, Amazon Prime, YouTube. NFL or Apple well, TV. And, and, and what I think is so great is they need to do more stuff like they did in the all-star game where they had pitchers and catchers and everyone mic'd up. That was yes. awesome. I, Alec Manoa, I knew he was a good pitcher. I loved him after the all-star game, seeing him talking to the catcher and talking to the booth. And, uh, well, he was like, he was like a strike away or something from an immaculate inning. And John Smoltz told him to throw a slider back foot. And Alex or an Alec Manoa said, Oh man, that's so sexy. And threw the pitch and like, it was a ball, whatever hit that's the guy. Awesome. But Oh my good. They need to do more of that stuff. Like they did at the all-star game. I that think they're sweet. gonna, I think they're gonna, but, it's only improving and, the game. And I mean, you can't do it in a game that actually matters. Like you can't be right. talking to Jacob deGrom on the mound in game one of yeah. the NLCS, but like, no, exactly. You know, if you have 160 games in a year, you got you to yeah. keep the fans in it. You got to do yeah. what you got to do, right? Yep. That's why I like them reaching out to different networks. Um, one more thing I was going to say. Oh, Alec Manoa praying to God that he is on the bump <laughs> Friday night because not only is he my second favorite pitcher in the league after Joe Ryan, Jose Breos was, and now he's actually ironically on the Blue Jays having a terrible year. But Alec Manoa, not only my one of my favorite pitchers, if he plays in a playoff game, I gave check two things off my bucket list on Friday night. So I'm praying for that. Game at, game at Rogers Center and Alec Manoa or what? Yeah, and they're going to announce it soon. And if they announce that he's the starting pitcher, I, I will I be buying an Alec Manoa. I think he how, will be. How is he not? I think where, they, where are they going to pitch? He had, a, he had a 0.88 ERA in the month of September. I saw that. I saw that. That's it's insane. absurd. Insane. That's some Jacob Jacob Degrom numbers right yeah. there. Well, um, should we move into our playoff our picture though? Yeah. So I think we're gonna have we haven't talked about this before. We've just kind of before we got on this uh, podcast episode, we were talking about the MLB playoffs coming up and first round. So let's say it stays as it is. Okay. So we yep. got the Rays and the Guardians. Yep. The Guardians absolutely snatched our soul. Out of us after All-Star break. Definitely not rooting for them. They are up there with the Yankees as my least favorite team because they were good this year. 
<laughs> and I also just don't get how they're good. That's for another. That's for another. I, topic. I've got all that stuff. I've got all that stuff. Um, don't worry. So, anyways, I got the Rays because I think in a three-game wild card series, first of all, home and away in baseball, yeah, there's something to it. Like if you're at Fenway or Wrigley, um, or some other electric baseball stadiums, I think the Mariners have a really good home field. Uh, maybe the Dodgers, but if unless you're at some of those really iconic stadium venues whatever i don't think home and away is a huge deal um i will say in a three-game series give me mcclanahan over cal quantrill or shane bieber really give me I that mean, give hey, me that shane's had a good year shane's have a good year I'll, I'll give you that much shane's had like a sub 2.3 era he it's was just the, a good he year. was That's the a- AL, he was the cy young favorite he started the all-star game but i mean He's kind of. I I think he kind of cooled mm-hmm. off in the second half of the season. Anyways, I got the Rays. I just think, first of all, the Guardians, which scares me, they're gonna be good for a while because uh, Jimenez, um, Naylor, also Tris, oh, Tristan McQuen, Stephen Kwan, yeah, bro, Miles Straw. He's he's getting there. He's solid. Um, Notice I think you haven't mentioned you haven't mentioned J Ram yet either. Well, he's not young though. He's no, well, he's like a vet. What is he like? Twenty five? Oh, really? He's a he's a vet. I don't think he's very old. I think he's. I just think he's a vet because he's been so killer since he bet, he's been yeah. called up. Yeah. Anyways, that team is it scares me because they're gonna be good for a while. I just think they're a little bit too young now. I think the Rays, who were were they in the World Series, was that two years ago? First uh, the Astros. Yeah, that was COVID year. Not Astros. I'm sorry. Um, Dodgers. Dodgers. And, I think it was two Ke- years ago. And Kevin Cash took Blake Snell out of the game after dealing for like six or seven innings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Blake Blake Snell almost just had a perfect game. Not perfect game. Yeah. He almost had a no-hitter. A hitter, no-no? Which was crazy. Anyways, give me Shane McClanahan. Give me Drew Rasmussen, game one and two. And give me Randy Rosarina and all the dogs that they got in that hitting squad. G-Man so, Troy, he's having a bad year. Anyways, give me the Rays in that series. I've got the Rays as well. I've got the Rays in three games. Um, I I mean, Tampa's MVP is going to be Randy Rosarena. I'm going to read you his playoff stats. And and honestly, if I hadn't told you they were Randy's, you would think they're like Babe Ruth. Okay. Wander Franco, I didn't even mention either. All right. Yeah, Wander. Okay. Randy Rosarena in the playoffs. This is a slash line. 354, 436, 760. His o- <laughs> his OBP is eleven ninety seven. Randy Rosarena, his on base percentage, or sorry, his uh, on base plus slugging, his OPS. Oh, OPS. Okay. His OPS is eleven ninety seven. All right, that's nice. Randy Rosarena in the playoffs has eleven home runs in ninety six at bats. That's more than a ninth of your at bats. Wait, that's one out of every three games, or on average. Well, probably one out of every two and a half, two games. Randy, Ar- Randy Rosarena goes nuclear in the playoffs. Yeah, that's wild. Nuclear. Has he, why haven't I heard about him this year? Has he been having a struggling year? Well, he's not, he's not like a superstar. He's not super flashy in the regular season, but all of a sudden the playoffs roll around and, you know, he's got insane stats. But, I mean... Um, I'm looking up his stats right now. So, 2022 regular season, he's batting 260, which is fine. I mean, 
89 RBIs. So not what he does in the playoffs and not what he's done the last... Well, I guess, I mean, he's, uh, what, second or third year? Uh, because third year. he was... Yeah, third year. He made, it, he so made his still, debut in the 2019 playoffs. He's still very young. Uh, 20 home runs. I wonder if it, they, they got to have the games played here. I don't know why I can't find that. Uh, games played. I wonder if he's been hurt. That's why I'm... Nope. I don't know how many games he's played. Anyways, uh, 262... 20 home runs, 89 RBIs. That's a pretty good year, but you just yeah. you just say he turns but it he, up in the playoffs. Well, and and he plays in Tampa. He plays at the trop. He plays at the trop. Like no one pays attention to their Every, race. Everyone gets stolen. Uh, that place, that place in the A's gotta get torn down yeah. ASAP. Yep. Okay, but he, so bad. with with Cleveland, I think they're gonna steal a game. Right? They're too good to not steal a game. And they're at home. They, well, I, exactly. I said it doesn't mean a lot, but I mean you will you will get a game out. But mean, but they've we've, got we've seen they've I mean, got Shane Bieber, the Yankees. They've got Shane Bieber. They've got Tristan McKenzie. And then I'm praying that Shane Bieber and McClanahan are head to head because that'd be a nasty. McClanahan will absolutely put him in the dust. I hope, and I hope I don't eat my words. But McClanahan, I just so good. But then when their starting pitching gets done, their bullpen is so good. It's so good. As a Twins fan, I've Cla- seen them way too many times. Emmanuel Classe, when he comes into the game, the game is over. If he's got a lead he's, and Classe comes in, his cutter will mow down everyone. He's got the best he's got cutter a, in the league. He's got Edwin Diaz, Josh Hader to him. Well, Josh Hader of prior years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Second <laughs> half of the season. So Cleveland, Cleveland, as of right now, with two games left in this season, has 90 wins. Their run differential is plus 55. They've only got a plus fifty-five yeah, they, win differential in nine. Maybe games. that's why we say. Maybe that's why we see Klasse all the time because they this are coming. They are a ass. boring team to watch, but they play baseball. I mean, they yeah. they play defense. They get on base. They're almost like a moneyball team. They get on base, and they play defense. They're and the team that I hate. That I hate playing. Yeah. But okay, to give you a, to give you a point of reference on their fifty-five run differential, guess what the Dodgers are? Dodgers have the number one run differential in the league. They've got to be above two fifty. Three hundred and thirty-two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and the Guardians have a plus fifty-five run differential. So all right, be- before we go farther in the bracket, I I'm gonna say right now, if the Dodgers don't win this year, oh, I've forget got it. I've got them. I've got I've got the Dodgers. They're, they're too I, I'm not saying I have them, but if they don't win this year, that is an absolute and utter embarrassment to the country, to the MLB, to yourselves. They are so freaking sick. Okay, so we both got the Rays. You got anything else with that with that series? Nope, that's about it on that one. Okay, moving down to the Mariners at Toronto. I'm going to the six. Um, I can't. I can't wait. Let's just say when I go to that game. I'm putting more than $100 on the home team. Fair. I mean, you're going to them anyway, right? I'm hoping that the team that I um, am rooting for, the team that is at home, the atmosphere, I'm hoping all of that will align to the $100 ticket I bought behind home plate in the fifth section. I'm all the way in the nosebleeds. I'm hoping that the $100 ticket that I bought is free after that night. <laughs> after the $100 bet cashes. Are you going to take the money line or the spread? No, nah, we'll stick with money line because it'll be... You, you got, I'm you hoping to... it's... 
I'm hoping it's a uh, Manoa versus Castillo. Yeah, which I and, and I mean, you you have to go money line, right? When yeah. I went to the Twins games earlier this year, I bet a minus one and a half, and they won by one both times. Let yeah, me tell forget you. it. The, I can't the, do that. The joy of seeing your team win on the field, and then the pain and then losing. Lo- yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's That's such, how you guys don't sports bet, folks. Such a conflicting feeling that you have. It's not the addiction. It's not the addiction. It's taking the Vikings minus three, and they win by two, and you're somewhat mad. <laughs> It's not the addiction side of it. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to bet, don't bet on your own team. Rule number yeah. one. It, um, I think if Luis Castillo starts this game, he's a great pitcher. He is so young and inexperienced. I think the crowd, hopefully I'm ready enough to affect Castillo's pitching. I think the crowd, I think the there's a lot that will go into him getting affected that night. I think as a young pitcher... Um, who's really talented, like, I'll give you that, something's going to get to you. Do you agree with that or no? I mean, I can see it happening, but I think I think Castillo's not the one that's going to get hurt like that. I think, I think maybe Seattle's two or three could get done dirty like that. But Well, I'm really high on I, – I love Robbie Ray, who was uh, Cy Young last year for the Blue Jays. Who yeah, knows that team? I, I, I'm scared for the Blue Jays. If they lose that game one, because I think Robbie Ray knows that team better than anyone, I think Robbie Ray could have a massive pitching performance and get game two. And then you got George Kirby, go, or George Kirby in game three. Or Logan really Gilbert. Honestly, I love Logan Gilbert. I don't see it with George Kirby. He's a stud. I don't, yeah. I've seen him like two or three times, and honestly, he hasn't impressed me. Maybe because the two or three times he lost, but um, or he let up like more than three runs. And I do know his stats. I do know that a lot. Um, I just read an article on ESPN. They had their top 10 rookies to watch um, for these playoffs. George Kirby was like seven or eight. And then I kind of read about him. Kind of changed my perspective about him a little bit. I love Logan Gilbert. If he's your number three, you're doing something right as a team. Well, and then think about George Kirby as a four. Yeah. You got to be doing something right to have a guy like George Kirby in your four spot. This could be the greatest, God, hype energy, star power. This could be one of the best wildcard series. This is going to be Not just in these playoffs, but like in all of playoffs in history. This is going to set the record straight for this new playoff format. These three-game wildcard series are going to blow up. Yeah. I think I have all of these games being decided in three games, or all of these series. I, I have so got game three. In every you got Rays in three. You got who do you got here? I got Blue Jays. I've got Seattle. Okay, I respect that. A lot of people are on Seattle. Seattle's really good. J Rod and the boys. I respect that. Let's move on. Let's go up to top right corner. We got the Phillies so, and the Cardinals. Can, can we go back to Toronto and Seattle yeah. just a little bit? Yep. So Toronto, I have obviously their biggest question mark is Jose Barrios. If he pitches third game, if he that pitches would scare third me. game, yeah, exactly. Especially because um, he's got history of pitching in the playoffs, even yeah. though it was against the Yankees. Yeah. Yep. Bo Bichette in the last thirty days is batting three ninety five, four twenty three, or four thirty three, six thirty nine, for a ten seventy two OPS, which is fifth in the MLB over the last month. Talk about him. He is him, Bo Bichette lately. Four. Four players in front of Bo Bichette in OPS in the last 30 days. Aaron How are there Judge, people ahead of him? There's, he's fifth. Yeah, that's Aaron, crazy. Aaron Judge, 
Taylor Ward, Mike Trout, Jordan Alvarez. If you got two Angels play, uh, players in there and they can't make the playoffs, I don't really know what we're doing here. We can, honestly, we sh- write that down, Jacob. Uh, write down that we have to talk about the Angels after this. Got it. That's embarrassing. Anyways, we're going to move up to the top right corner. We got the Phillies at the Cardinals. At one of talking about one of the most electrifying places to play in. I got to put the Braves up there too. There's a lot, but the Cardinals are St. Louis is a baseball town. Pujols, Wainwright, Molina. Bush there, Stadium I is going to be rocking this weekend. Bush Stadium is going to be rocking. I don't give. I think the Phillies are. T- I think the Phillies are good. I just think that they're running into an absolute dog of a team. Well, so so, the so I, I just pro- list. Sorry, I just listed three legends and forgot about their two best players. <laughs> fill fill in the blank. Possibly their three best players if you include Tommy Edmond on there. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean. I, so the only thing that I have is. The Phillies have a pitching advantage in this series. The Cardinals' pitching is okay. It, they, I agree. They've got they've got Wainwright, they've got Montgomery, they've got um, who Montgomery's been doing anyways. He's an yeah. average pitcher, and but. and Flaherty's been really off this year, right? I well, mean, okay, wait, Flaherty just came in, right? He was I think he was so. injured, but I mean, are you going to lean on him in a three game series? Probably not. Um. Sorry, I'm looking up his stats this year because you, you can keep going. I'm just gonna find this here. Um, they've all they also have Miles Michaelis and uh, yeah. Quintana. However, you know with the with the Phillies, they've got Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler. They're gonna take one game at least. If you can put Aaron Nola or Zach Wheeler on the mound, I think you're you've got a chance to win one. So Jack Flaherty. Sorry, I can never say his last name. Anyways, he is um he's played eight games this year. He's injured most of the year. He's two and one with a four point three ERA at thirty two seconds. Anyway, yeah, so he's a- been, yeah, he's been pretty pretty average. So so he might pitch that. he might pitch the third game, maybe? Who knows? You think but... you think a fit dude, you might have convinced I I can't do it. I guess it the Cardinals, but I, I, I have do the Cardinals see... as well. I'm, I'm gonna be. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. I have the Cardinals. I just think the Phillies are gonna steal a game. I also I, think the Phillies are really dangerous. Because okay, they so their their offense. You don't see what the defense. Their no, offense. They, okay, these teams polar opposites, right? St. Louis, it's all defense. Yep. They've got Arenado and Tommy Edmond, which are both like and, sky and high Molina, who you can't who you can't you cannot steal, steal a base yep. on Yadier Molina. But Tommy okay, and, and then you and got Nolan Arenado. They're both like top ten in defensive WAR. Like they're and, crazy. Yeah, look at the corners. I mean, you got Goldschmidt. Um, yeah, you got Goldschmidt, Arenado, Arenado. But then, but then you look at the Phillies. Their defense trash. They are yeah. so bad on defense. They had to trade for Brandon Marsh because they needed a, like a little bit of defense in the outfield. But you look at their offense. Their offense is insane if they can get clicking. That's the big if, though. If they click, the Phillies have a chance. So I, I, I've said it all year. If Gene Segura is your number eight or nine hitter, your offense is pretty good. Yeah. And, and, and they did, they did, well, they were all in the playoff hunt for most of the season, and Bryce Harper wasn't playing. Yeah. The reigning NL MVP wasn't playing on your team, and you were still in playoff contention. That's a good point. What, what, what is that going to do when Harper comes back? And he's been playing really well since he's come back. 
But I mean, I mean, here, listen to the. They've got Reese Hoskins, Bryce Harper, Alec Bohm, JT Romuto, Kyle Schwarber, and Nick Castellanos. If they get hot, look out for the Phillies. If, 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 if they get hot. I think yeah, the Cardinals, if they I could think, get, if they could get past, I think the Cardinals are a little bit, are a little bit vulnerable here just because of Phillies offense and Cardinals defense. Sorry, no, not Cardinals defense, uh, Cardinals pitching. Yeah. I think if the Phillies could get past this round, yeah, I agree with you. They they do kind of have that it factor, especially in the offense. Have you seen Ryan Helsley's entrance, though? The I've Cardinals only seen Edwin Diaz, Diaz's. But I, Ryan you Helsley... Need, you I, need I, to I, look up Helsley's entrance. It is insane. All of the all of the lights go out, and, and they all go red. And they start playing okay. Hell's Bells, and the guy starts jogging out. It is electric. And right. then the guy gets out. I don't out know how I haven't seen this. He gets out on the mountain and tosses 104. I mean, he's crazy. Yeah. So and I got I mean, a Bleacher Report notification the other day about him throwing 104. If he if they take it to the ninth with a lead, I think Helsley can shut it down. But we'll see. This is a fun dude. MLB playoffs. This MLB playoffs, this year right? especially. Not Welcome. only like last year it was last year it was fine. I, I don't I don't ever want to see the Astros in there. Um the Braves are a fun team to watch, especially knocking off the Dodgers. It was fine last year. This year there is so much Forget the offensive side, the great pitchers that are in the in these playoffs. The mm. fact that we get legends like uh, Kershaw, Verlander, Degrom, even though he's still younger, and Scherzer, Scherzer. is is awesome. But then you got young guys. You got Manoa. You got Castillo. You got Max, Max I mean, Freed. Yeah, no, you got just a bunch of guys. This is gonna be a really good. Really good series. Really good. Really good. Uh, Seattle Mariners and Detroit are tied five five in the bottom of the ninth. Anyways, um, yeah, really good series. I do have the Cardinals here. I think they've had two good years. I have them not, as well. Okay, dude, you may have. Well. God, going through that one through nine though, you could. I I wouldn't I wouldn't go against you if you had them going all the way to the World Series. I I was I, I mean, was really really close on that one, because I mean you you look at that offense and you're like. I mean, if one of those guys gets hot, if Bryce Harper starts playing really well, Kyle Schwarber, Reese Hoskins, yeah, Nick Castellanos. I mean, does someone just need to die and Nick Castellanos hits a bomb? Like what? Yeah. Like seriously. But I w- oh, also we gotta get this out of the way. I don't know if I mentioned it at the beginning. Uh, these are all subject to subject to change. So in the next two days that we have here of the MLB regular season baseball, the Mariners Rays could. Could change the the Guardians and Blue Jays are locked in. The Mariners and Rays can change, and then the uh, Mets and Braves can change, which is rare. Right. Actually, I wonder if I'm looking right here. Okay, the Braves are up two one, bomb of the eighth. So if they if they win tonight, that will be what we are talking about. Right yeah, now. their their magic numbers were both one. So the all the yeah. Braves had to do was win one against Miami. And all the Mets had to do was lose one to. Um, How the awesome Nationals. would it be? I, I I don't really care about Mets and Braves. I don't I I don't root against for them. I don't root, really root for them. Uh, let's see. I think we lost Jacob here. Okay. 
Wi-Fi cut out there. We are back. Back in business. And honestly, the video quality right now is like in fire. I think your there Wi-Fi go. got rejuvenated. There we we're go. We're back. Uh, we were talking about how the playoff picture isn't set. It's more than likely. Things probably won't change too much. Anyways, Braves are about to clinch. We talked about the Phillies and Cardinals. We talked about all the talent and all the excitement behind these MLB playoffs. As we're in the midst of, I mean, October. I mean, that's prime prime NFL season besides the playoffs. Anyways, let's move down to... Mets, Mets Padres? Mets Padres is going to be crazy. Insane. Yeah, talk, about, talk about star-studded. This yeah. matchup has got it. Um, the Padres are lacking it on the pitcher side besides Joe Musgrove. Actually, I take that back. Hugh Darvish has so much um, experience that he can go out there and do set do seven innings with ten strikeouts. And Blake Snell. Yeah, Blake Snell had his only good outing of the year, which came at a good time. But I it, just like. On paper, if you didn't know anything about these two teams coming into this, if you didn't know the Mets blew a ten and a half game lead in the NL East, and you didn't know that that the Padres were amazing at the trade deadline and made all these moves and then kind of ended up a little flat out of that, if you just looked at these teams on paper, oh my goodness! Yeah, because in a three game series, the Padres would bring out Musgrove, Snell, and Darvish. Yeah, I don't know series. why I said I don't know why I said that they lack the. I guess it's just because I look at the other side and I see two of the top five pitchers. Degrom, Scherzer, Chris Bassett. Are you joking? Yeah. Are you joke? That's a, that's an actual one, two, three in the MLB. How? Wait, you you think uh, you think Bassett's gonna get the nod over Carrasco? I think so. I guess I, guess I, mean, I don't really know the stats behind it, but I feel like Cookie Carrasco could go out there and. I, I mean, I mean, either way, either way. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Deep. Yeah, Joe Musgrove, the start to the season that he had is up there with some of the legendary ones, including a no hitter for some Padres history. Yeah. Um, and then it it slowly, I wouldn't say declined, but it's not. I mean, when you start that hot, it's not going to stay like that forever. Anyways, he had a sub two R two ERA for his first. I want to say like ten, fifteen starts. And I. Yeah. But, Mus- I mean... Musgrove versus DeGrom, or Scherzer? Getting into this game, or getting into this series, just just think about the Mets, right? In the first two games, they might only see three pitchers. The Mets might only put three pitchers out on the mound in the first three, or in the first two games. They're going to see DeGrom, they're going to see Scherzer, and they're going to see Mr. Trumpets, yeah. Edwin Diaz. Because think about it. If DeGrom goes eight, Edwin Diaz. Scherzer goes eight, Edwin Diaz. Those guys have the capability. We haven't seen it with DeGrom. I don't think he's... Has he ever been in the playoffs? I honestly don't know. Anyways, those guys have... They can... They have a different gear to them. Scherzer and DeGrom, two of the top five pitchers in the league. I, Uh, I, I will say, I will say, they were... They're not invincible. They just lost... They're Both not their, invincible. They got swept in Atlanta. You gotta think they're saving. De, Degrom's last two games have not been great. He's given up five and three runs in his last two games. His his ERA is at three oh eight right now. I saw. I that mean, he, honestly, it's, I it's, don't. I don't really care. Like De Goat, right? But maybe so, he's not invincible right now. It's something to note, but I just think when it comes down to 
a playoff series. Honestly, I would be scared picking the Mets here if Juan Soto was doing his thing. Manny Machado has, I, I got has that been doing his thing. Manny Juan Machado Soto, was like Manny Machado was the uh, odds-on favorite the, like the first month of the season for MVP. As he I was mean, playing he's still, insane this year. He's not really in the conversation now, but he's had an unreal year. Yeah. I'll see the A or the NL third base with him in there or not. Well, crazy, and, but... and so obviously Soto can go either way. If Soto plays really well, he can make it a series for sure. And I mean, you know, you still got um you still got Machado, you've still got um Haseon Kim has been playing really well this year. You've still got Jake Cronenworth yeah, who is an all far they have a solid yep. one to nine, but it really scares me with what Juan Soto has been doing since he's been on this team. I mean, yeah, I've, I've watched him. And, he's not been and, good. People are, dude, people are scared to touch this subject because people are like, A, they defend him because he's young, which who cares? You step up to the point. What, what is he, 22, right? 23, something like that? Yeah, which, okay, yeah, you're going to have him for the next And, and he's, he's going to make he's $500 million. Like. Right? He is one of the best baseball players, but. You cannot look past the fact that he has not found a rhythm since being on the Padres. He hasn't had a good three game stretch. Forget forget ten game stretch. No. And and I don't know, I haven't looked into it since like the All Star break ish kinda. But he's like the worst defender in the MLB. Did you know that? In I don't no, I don't no, remember no. if it's if it's like outs above average or defensive or something. He is he is errors? no, it's not it's not errors. It's not errors. It's it's one of well, the he's like, outfield, yeah. Def- it's like defensive runs saved or like uh, outs outs okay. against average. It's one of those defensive metrics. Dead last among outfielders. Not even just right fielders or left fielders. All outfielders dead last. I yeah, love Juan Soto. Juan Soto is a top five oh. favorite player of mine in the league. So fun to watch. Like doesn't swing Dude, and his man. his personality. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. Juan Soto is the but man, and he and he, he will be. But honestly, for him. He could hold this team, not the team, because he is still one of the best players on their team, but he could hold the team back a little bit versus the Mets. Um, it sucks because the Padres have been, you go and get Manny Machado, you go and get Josh Bell, who I think he's found a little bit of a rhythm. Uh, you go and yep. get Juan Soto, and then you're going to, the fact that you have to either face the Braves or the Mets first round really sucks. It does. It does. And I, and I mean, that's just how the playoffs work, right? You could be you could be the best team, or sorry, the second best team in your division. You could like like last year, what happened with the the Giants and the Dodgers, right? It's what's happening this year with uh, the Mets and the Braves. Two yeah. of probably the top two, three, four teams in the MLB, and they're yeah. in the same division. And then all of a sudden they're a wild card, a four seed, and they've got to play San Diego. Yeah, sucks for San Diego, but oh well. And they're not gonna have home field. I don't. I don't see the Padres winning. I don't even know if they'll. Honestly, I don't know if they'll. I don't. I don't think they'll. Well, so they, they could get a game. I have it. I have it going two one again. Like I said, I've got all of those wild card series going to three games. But if there's you any think series, Dar- I think that, you think Darvish or Musgrove outduels those guys. I don't know if they outduel, but but I, I I don't know. I think that offense could click for a game. And like I said, Scherzer, Degrom haven't been invincible lately. First of all, if that offense does click, they are the best team in the league. Okay, not the Dodgers. When Tatis comes back next year, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about Tatis. We we got <laughs> we got to talk about Tatis and uh, some other I'll, things. I'll write it down. Else. I'll write but, it down. Yeah. Anyways, um, 
Yeah, I, I but, got the Mariners. So, Honestly, I just look at I f- I forget about every single thing when I look at Juan Soto's been struggling, and then I see Degrom and Scherzer on the ground on the mound. and Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz. I look past everything. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and and the other thing too. So we said Juan Soto, if he's really really good, could win the series. If he's really really bad, yeah, forget about it. You know who's the same? Josh Hader. Yeah. Josh Hader. He hasn't. Dude, he it's, like, it's like a 12 me. ERA. He had like a 12 ERA. It scares me if that game, if they have a lead and Josh Hader comes out. It's honestly the it, same yes. thing with yes. uh, Chapman the last two, three, four, five years. Oh, Chapman. Cha- I don't know. I don't know if Chapman's going to pitch in this playoffs for the Yankees. He really shouldn't because if the Yankees are ahead in a game and they bring out Chapman, good luck. Yeah. And, and honestly, I know, like, as a Twins fan, I'm supposed to hate the Brewers and all of their players. I don't hate the Brewers. I actually kind of like the Brewers. I get it's like a border battle thing, but... What? Exactly. But Who we're cares? not the same the league. Brewers we're not the same there? division. Yeah. Like, But I, I, I always dude. I always liked Josh Hader. He was fun. You know, the long hair coming out, just throwing heat off the mound. I always really Honestly, liked Bru- him, but... Bruku was one of my... Bruku is... They're one of my favorite teams this year. I those, just love... Those City I Connect jerseys, my guy? Oh, yeah. No, the City Connect, and then I just, I love Rowdy. I love Woodruff, and I love Burns, and then, of course, and, and Yelich, if you can put it together. Yeah. Yelich has been gone for the last three years, which sucks. Anyways, we got to move on. Let's, should we go back over to the AL for this for the division? Might, might as well. Tampa, New York. Um, Tampa, New York. Dude, this one's, I I've don't got, know. I've got I, New York. I like the. I've got New York in four. Let's get this on paper. The biggest Yankee haters in the world besides Red Sox fans. Yes, yes. I hate the Yankees. Can't yeah. stand them. But there is a Ryan Kipe, huge... Ryan Kipe, if you're listening to this right now, I hate you and I hate the Yankees. He's a Yankees fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he no just way. texted me. Because are, are we going to bring it up now or are we no. going to talk about it no. after? We got to wait because okay. this is a whole segment that we're doing <laughs> on Aaron Judge. Um, but there's a there's a huge talent discrepancy here. And I'm not so much looking past. Honestly, I look at the starting pitching, and I look at the offenses. One to nine, you don't look at the Yankees, and it doesn't boggle your mind. But the top four, top five guys, especially now that uh, Stanton is healthy, I look at Donaldson. He can have a good path. But I look at Donaldson, I look at Rizzo, I look at Judge, and I look at Stan, and I see... Four solid-ass baseball players. And then I look yeah. at the Rays, and I know what Rosarina does in the playoffs. Franco, the Rays good. haven't, they haven't, the thing that scares me is they haven't really, I mean, you you look at and you're like, 87 wins, that's still a really good year. But the team that they had two years ago is a lot different than the team that they have now. And I just think the Yankees winning the division, I think Aaron Judge breaking the record, I think all that will kind of lead up to um, and I like their now that Severino's healthy. Nestor Cortez has been doing his thing. Yep. Garrett Cole, you yep. never know what you're going to get from Garrett Cole. He can be the best pitcher Her- in the league. He can literally be the worst pitcher in the league some days. Harrison Bader, since coming over, has been playing really well. Honestly, if Andrew Benatendi was healthy. Yeah. I was watching... I was watching one of the Yankees games where it was, you know, watching for Aaron Judge to hit 62. He didn't. I think it was against Toronto. And Harrison Bader was playing in center. And he had this just crazy, like, diving catch. Like, Harrison Bader's good. 
Yeah, I can't believe the Cardinals. I mean, I guess they got Jordan well, Montgomery. Well, Jordan Montgomery, though. Yeah. Uh, and, that but was it was a, one for one, which is crazy. I love that. I think it's a really even trade. Harrison we Bader's, need to see more one. We need to see more one for one trades. I love yeah, that. hey, fantasy football. Why don't we get any one to ones? You always got to throw in three or four guys, two, three guys. Let's yeah, get some exactly. one to ones going. Today, go. I traded away Devontae Adams for Delvin Cook. That's really? that's for another topic. That's for another topic. But anyways, <laughs> let's get some more one to ones going in MLB in all professional sports. I love one for ones, my guy. Yeah, there's there's so much fun. Anyways, uh, McClanahan versus Cole game one. We're assuming that would be that'd be a really good pitching matchup. I think this is one of the teams where I was saying like the Cardinals, the Dodgers. The Mariners. Um, I think these home crowds really do play a role. Going to New York, does anyone know it better than Minnesota Twins fans? Does anyone in the whole world know it better than Minnesota Twins fans? Going to New no, York because, in the playoffs. Because you know what we did this year? We added another year to our year, our uh, years without a playoff win. Yeah. And our history against the Yankees is absolutely horrific. Um so I think I'm a little bit biased here, saying that no one's going to go into Yankee Stadium and and. But that's and a it's a five game series. I think Tampa gets two games, don't they? I think Which, it'll be a good series, Trop- but I do have the Yankees here. Tropicana Field is not a home field advantage. The Trop Tropicana Field is just a dump. It's a dump. It needs to go down. You said it earlier. Between it, that it will and go the down. Oakland Coliseum, it needs to come down. If yeah. if the MLB wants to advance anything, those two stadiums yeah, need to come down. Hey. It says a lot when you have your bullpens on the side of the field. Uh, oh my down, gosh. down the first and third baseline. Yeah, yeah. It says a lot. So, about, it says a lot about your stadium. I, I'm going to be real here. For the stats I wrote down for all these teams, right? I tried to be positive with all of them, but I hate the Yankees, so my stats were negative. Aaron Judge, season of a lifetime, right? He's got yep. ten and a half, ten and a half WAR. Next closest player on the Yankees, Nestor Cortez, four point two. Aaron Judge has 6.3 more wins above replacement than any other player on the Yankees. It's a one-man team. What do you want me to say? It's a one-man team. I'm not going to disagree with that. I mean, sure, Giancarlo can hit a nuke, which he probably will, but don't pitch to Aaron Judge and he'll probably win the game. You got the race. No, I have the Yankees. But What? What are you saying right now? I... You're all over the place. I, I have the Yankees because, because be I just series. I do think there is a talent discrepancy because the Yankee or the the Rays don't have an Aaron Judge. Yeah, but I I, I can see the Yankees losing. I I, I don't have it. I don't have it in my bracket. But if it's not going to surprise me if they lose. One one through nine, like I said, one through nine for the Phillies. You're like, God, I love that team, and then you look at the pitchers again. Right? And, and and then and like one through said, nine for the Yankees, not there. And and, and like you said, if Garrett Cole is the ace that they paid 350-some million dollars for? World Series. Then sure. World Series. World Series. If Garrett Cole isn't their ace, and they're stuck with Nestor Cortez, and I don't know. Don't know. It's going to be a good series. I do like the It will be. We both have the Yanks, so we haven't disagreed on anything so far. So hopefully we get some... Actually, we're going to have a disagreement here. Well, we we disagreed on Toronto-Seattle. Oh, yeah, we got another one here because I got Toronto. Yep. Over and I've Houston. got so I've got uh, oh you have Toronto over Houston? Yeah. Really? I, it's really? gotta be something going to Toronto to watch the team. It's there's it's gotta play some effect into it, but it also plays into effect that 
your guy right here may have bet on the Blue Jays before the season started to win the World Series, and that could cash out big. <laughs> what was let's that ticket at? Like plus two thousand or something? Yeah, let's just say it's a forty dollar bet to win four hundred. So, well, that would be so a, we're a decent payday. We're praying. So, I've got I've got Houston over Seattle, right? I've oh, got, yeah, I've got Houston got, over yeah. Seattle. Because yeah. with, I look at Houston, and I see a team that there's really no holes on that team. They It's a team full of playoff veterans. They've been there. They've done that. And you look at Justin Verlander. He's minus 10,000 right now to win his third Cy Young. Oh. So he's... Like, McClanahan and Cease aren't even close? No. I, I, unless crazy. the sports book I looked at was just completely off, Justin Verlander is like minus ten thousand. That's crazy. Uh, Justin Verlander age. He's got to be thirty nine. He's yeah. going to Cy Young. His third. Kate Upton's thirty. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. Minus I've, 10, I've always I've always said if I could trade lives with one person, it's Justin Verlander, right? It's, it's got to be Hall, Hall of Fame starting pitcher. And then he goes home to Kate Upton. Are you joking? Rachel, I hope you're not listening to this. Or, <laughs> or uh, how about Dustin Johnson gets to go home to Pauline? There Nancy. you go. There and you he's go. a professional and golfer, the best best form of the game. And he gets best to go to Thanksgiving world. with Wayner? Are you joking? Yeah. yeah. I- imagine, um, imagine, imagine being like, yeah, I have to go to my, my father-in-law's place, and your father-in-law is Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. So that's why you got the Astros. <laughs> the other thing about the Astros, Jose Altuve is having a really good season, and if it wasn't for Aaron Judge, we'd be talking about him a whole lot more. It's very underrated. Jose Altuve has a 158 OPS plus right now. In 2017, when he won MVP, his OPS was 160. So he's only two points off of his Say that again. High. Sorry. So o- uh, OPS plus, right? 100 yep. is league average. Yep. Jose Altuve this season, 158. Jose Altuve in his 2017 World Se- or uh, not World Series 2017 MVP season, his OPS plus 160. So he's like right Buxton's... up there with his top season. Yeah, I love Buxton, but his has got to be like 60. <laughs> he strikes out so much. Uh, but the thing about Jose Altuve having a career year, he's fourth in his team in WAR. He's fourth. Behind Jordan, Justin Verlander, and Kyle Tucker. They've yeah. got star power. They've got they've major got, star power. They've got like a... Um, not like the Patriots because the Patriots were 20 years. But I'd say like the Warriors the last like five, five, yeah. six, seven years. You get rid of... I mean, how can you get rid of Bragman, Correa, and George Springer? So Bragman, Correa, George Springer. How do you get rid of those guys and replace them? Well, you get guys like Pena, Tucker, Pena. who you don't trade for. You don't sign the offseason. Oh. You bring them up from the mind. Like, these guys Jordan. are just dudes. You're done. These guys are just dudes that have been in the system. And, and I, so, you, you know, Twins fans, we're supposed to hate Houston, right? They beat us in the playoffs a couple years back. I like Houston a little and, bit more and, because uh, Carlos Correa. Anyways. And, and I really do, I do not like the Houston franchise. Yeah. Because of the, you know, 2017 banging out of trash cans. Their guys that are there now weren't involved with that. Yeah. 
Kyle Tucker was not involved. Jordan Alvarez was not involved. Jeremy Pena was not involved. Jose Altuve sure was, but all those new guys, they weren't there in 2017. They weren't banging on trash cans. We see that a lot more in uh, not just baseball, but we see that a lot more in other sports too now because these teams or players get – no, not players. These teams get bad reputations, and then you're like a rookie absolutely killing it, and you get blamed for what your team has done in the past. And it's yeah. not just the Astros. I can't think at the top of my head. I know there's teams that kind of have this going where they have a bad reputation and they don't have any of the guys that have been there. Well, and, and it's that preconceived thing too, right? You think Houston, you think cheating, and and half the team now wasn't there when they cheated. Yeah. So I agree. Like um, I, I, I love watching Jordan. I love watching Kyle Tucker, but I hate the Astros. I love watching. It's just I. Altuve cheated. He was the main guy, but I, dude, when he steps up, the fact that the first pitch of every game can go yard is is a lot of fun to watch. And and let me tell you, Minute Maid Park, beautiful, absolutely stunning. You it go? Did gorgeous. you go with Davis in Horizon? No, nope, I century. No, yes. I went for. Uh, we had a, a church gathering there this summer. Yeah, but wasn't so I, David? Didn't didn't a squad go to Houston for a church gathering? Do you remember uh, that? that? It was a separate... No, I, I didn't go with Davis. I went this last summer. Okay. Yeah, I got to get to Maymaid. So Beautiful. My Beautiful bucket park. list is to go every 30 baseball stadiums. And I've been, to, I've been to 10 now, and I'm going to get to my 11th. Have you been to Baltimore? On Friday night. I got to get to Camden Yards. Baltimore is so beautiful, bro. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I heard, like, the... Right outside the stadiums, like, shopping malls and stuff. Or, like, the walk around. You're, like, yep. in the stadium, but not really, right? Yep. Yeah. So How nice. have you been to Baltimore? Why would you go to Baltimore? We went to D.C. last summer, and the Nationals weren't in town, and we wanted to go to a baseball game, so we drove up to Baltimore. Fair enough. I and I got, tickets, I, got three, I got tickets three rows up off of center field for, like, 15 bucks. Was this before All-Star break? Uh, yeah, it was early June. Because they like popped June off. first or second or something. After All-Star oh, no, no, break. It, was, it was last summer. Last summer I went to oh, 2021. Okay. When the Orioles were not good, not just not good, they were like, oh, and and they thing. played they played the uh, the Guardians, so it was a, a really garbage game <laughs> last year, and and uh, Baltimore won like thirteen to five. Yeah, someone someone go find that game. It was like June second, twenty twenty one or something. It was like thirteen to five. It was crazy. Cedric Mullins almost hit for the cycle though. That was cool. Yeah. He was he was a triple see. short, and they called him out on a tag, and he had the six swim move, and they still called him out. I thought he That's was safe, tough. but yeah, it was it was it would have been really cool, but oh well. So I I do I'm not gonna disagree. I mean Houston is up there. Obviously they're one seed for a reason, so the Dodgers for a reason. I think they are one of the better teams. I just I've been riding with the Blue Jays all year long. I gotta take the Blue Jays past the Astros. And I wish I could give you a really good reason, other than the Blue Jays are the most Sorry, second most talented team in the league. You look at, we talked about the Phillies 1-9. to nine. Their offense is crazy. Go ahead and hop over to, uh, or sorry, go up the border, another country. And you got Bachet, Guerrero, Hernandez. I'll keep going if you want me to. I Springer. mean, that team, well, yeah, straight. I mean, that team is loaded. They're Chapman. loaded. They're loaded. If Chapman is your five or six hitter, you're doing something right. Um, yeah. I, I do think that 
Ah, God. And Alejandro Kirk is my least favorite player in baseball to watch, but he's really <laughs> – he's just so solid. He's so solid. Yep. Hits yeah, no, I mean, not not just for average. He can hit for power. I really Toronto, like Alejandro Toronto's Kirk. very fun. And guess what? They've got a whole country cheering behind them. Yeah, no, and then could could um, you imagine what Canada will do if if Toronto makes the NLCS or the the ALCS? Yeah, to be the wild. whole country is going to go nuts, and yeah. hockey is starting. Not to get political, but now they took off the, um, they took off the you need a negative COVID test or proof of vaccination to go into the border starting oh, seriously? first, which was three days ago. So now you're free to go in there. So now you're good to go. If you got passport, <laughs> go go in for that game. Let me tell you, which is if, awesome. If I, I would, I don't know what I would pay to go see a playoff game in like the ALCS at the Rogers Center in Toronto. Yeah, that no. is going to be absolutely nuts. Yeah, if, if they make it there, if they make it there, that's gonna be nuts. Um, but then I just kind of listed the guys on offense. Even Big Yo, like he probably won't play much because he's behind Kirk. But yep. I mean, he's just solid. Um, I'm freaking oh Goriel. Yeah, he's really good. And then, so I look at the pitchers, and if Jose Breos can somehow find a rhythm at, like, the worst time to be playing bad, and if if he can find a rhythm. It's not even if he can be good. Can he be not bad? Yeah. Like, I don't know. really bad this season. I've watched a lot of their team this year because I'm just really high on the Blue Jays, but um, watching Manoa... And then if you have Kevin Gosman as your number, who would think going into the year that Kevin Gosman's going to be your number two pitcher, right? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like Robbie Ray with the Mariners. Like, how yeah. would Robbie Ray be the number two pitcher? He's going to sign. Oh, oh, Go- oh you, trade for, you trade for Luis Castillo. Yeah, Gosman led the league in strikeouts <laughs> last year, I think. Like, I mean, Gosman's crazy. And so I think that one, two, and hopefully at Barrios. And I mean, Ross Stripling isn't special, but he can get he can give you a good outing. I'll say a better outing than Breos I would take right now. So, I think I, that I pitching think, is yeah. really good. Jordan Romano, that's the one thing that scares me. If you bring him out, he's kind of like a Chapman Diaz, where it or sorry, not Diaz. He's like a Chapman hater. hater. Yeah, yeah. Where if you bring um, Jesus, I'm blanking. If you bring uh, Romano out there to save the game, close your eyes. That would scare me. It's, he can uh, be really hold, good, hold but on, he can Yeah. Hold on to your seat. Hold on to your seat. That's the only thing where I wish they had, like, a Diaz or, like, a Quasi. I yeah. think that's the only thing that they're missing. Romano can do it. He can close out a game. But I got the Blue Jays. You got Houston. We both got the Yankees. St. Louis, um, Atlanta? Yeah. The, this series is going to be... Dude, the playoffs. I... the the To think about the NL... Um, AL and NL, honestly, I would say are pretty even. I'd give the NL the edge just because they have the defending champ and then the team that's won 110 games. But the fact that you leave out a team like the Brewers, they can't even make the playoffs. Like, I, it just I shows think, you how stacked that they are. I think the NL is better than the AL because, I mean, so... They're deeper, that's for sure. I, absolutely. And and yeah. I look at the I look at the NL and I can see four teams that can win the World Series. Like I think there are four teams that have a legitimate shot. I think there's may, one, maybe two in the AL. And you think, think the Cardinals think are one of those four teams? I do. Okay. Cardinals, Braves, Mets, Dodgers. I think they've all got a shot. 
whether it's an outside shot or not. I think the Cardinals are obviously fourth on that list, but I think they have a they have a decent shot. I'll say it but, comes down to so you just listed the four most experienced teams in the NL, right? Yeah. So that's honestly where I, I can't disagree but, because the experience factor that goes into playoff any professional sport, but especially playoff baseball, if you can get dude, I don't care how old Wainwright is. Give me him yeah, as a pitcher yep. in the playoffs, like. Yep. Well, and it's we haven't gotten to the Dodgers yet. Clayton Kershaw in the playoffs. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. I I mean, he hasn't. I mean, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the Dodgers. I mean, jeez. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, let's go up to Braves, St. Louis. I'm taking the defending champs in three I, or four games. I am as well. I've got I've gotten I've got them going five games though. Okay. I think it'll be a good series. Um, Max, what Kyle Wright's doing this year, Morton, thank God they re-signed him. I don't know why Spencer that was a Str- question. Spencer Strider just went down with Jesus. an injury, though. Spencer Strider, probable, uh, it was an oblique injury, I think. Is he going to be in the playoffs? He's supposed to be back for the playoffs, and that's what I've got written down. That's It's it's so crucial that they secure that the division so they get that bye. They have way more depth. Um... Oh no! Shoot. They they need that buy. Yeah, no, but I'm saying yeah for him to get healthy. Who's their Correct. who's their uh, fifth pitcher though? They're so deep. Their rotation's so they're, deep. They're extremely deep. Ian, they got, is Ian Anderson still up, or is he down in the minors? Yet? I mean, yeah, if he's their fifth pitcher. Either way, Kyle Wright, Morton, Freed, and Spencer Strider. It's gonna be nice for sure. And then I mean. The, the best player on their team, Eddie Rosario, he got. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess they got Osirio Cunha. And, and, well, and Matt very, Olson. very similar to the Phillies, they've been doing it without Acuna. Acuna yeah. has not been great this year. He, I mean, no, still. No, no, no. Superstar. Sa- sa- you're saying same with, uh, oh, no, I guess the Phillies. But Padres without Juan Soto. Superstar, but hasn't been, hasn't been producing. Correct. For, t- but for I, a team I mean, that's I mean, still good. Phillies with Harper, you know, Harper, they were yeah, yeah. still really, really good and all that stuff. But I mean, Acuna has not been a superstar this year. Still a superstar by name, but I mean, I think his average is like two forty something. Yeah. Like he's not popping off the charts by any means. Him and Soto, I just see them. Soto, I have more questions about, but Acuna can turn it up. Especially, Acuna, he's so electric, and he's too good of an athlete to not be good. Well, especially because he was sitting on the bench watching them win it last year. Yeah, that's the one yeah. of the bigger. But, that's and, one of the bigger th- things to this team. And and if Austin Riley gets going again, I mean, what was it? was it August or July that Austin Riley was like just insane? Yeah, like, and then they resigned him to some crazy deal. And and that's what the Atlanta Braves are going to be good for a very long time. They're young. They've got Austin Riley signed to a long term contract. Michael Harris is a rookie. Michael Harris. They've got Spencer Strider. They've got a Dansby's young. Dansby. Ozzie Albies. We'll see if he resigns. Actually, Dansby's a free agent at the end of this season, so we'll see if he resigns. They, they got to resign. It's your shortstop. You got to resign. Yeah. Shortstop. But yeah. um, that team is loaded one through nine. The team that's more loaded one through nine, the best team in the MLB. Okay, so we both got the Braves. You got I got the Braves in there? five games, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got them in three. I'll I'll say four. I I do think the Cardinals will get two, um, but the Dodgers. That's Dodgers. This is crazy. I don't see. 
I don't see the Dodgers losing a game almost like until they get to, which is only I, I, one round for them, but until they get to the Braves. I've got the Dodgers in four. I mean, I just don't. I think. Oh, well, okay. I will say with DeGrom or Scherzer, you're going to win that. You've always got a shot to win a game with DeGrom and Scherzer on yeah, the mound. Exactly. And so it, it was like, I don't think it's going to be a sweep, but three to one. Yeah. Give, give me a bunch of average pitchers and then give me the Dodgers lineup and they will, they will take anyone. And Aussie, Tony Gonsolin, um, Anderson have been really good, but it's just so support. Dude. (laughs) Julio Arias. Why did I just forget about it? Anyways, it's just so supported by that, by that one through nine. And and what did I I say? What did I say? Clayton Kershaw in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't care how he's pitched all year. Give me Clayton Kershaw in the playoffs. And he's, hey, ever since, uh. Day four of the MLB. Clayton Kershaw, he almost threw a perfect game against her. And that's that's what I was going to bring up earlier. We should know as Twins fans how good Clayton Kershaw still is. I yeah. I was watching that game. I sat down. I put my ass in the chair to watch the Twins play a baseball game. And I watched, like, what, seven, eight innings of no-hit baseball? As we did. No, not, no it, it was a perfect did, game, wasn't it? Yeah, more than, more than once this year, though. Dylan Seas did to us, too. Insane, insane, but but Clayton Kershaw, he's still got. Yeah, I mean, Ker- Kershaw, Urias, and then, dude, the fact. I mean, you you gotta God. listen to some of the stuff I have written down about the Dodgers. So it's like, yeah, okay, I just gotta say one one second before I let you rant. Um, I say I say with the Phillies when you're seven or eight guys, Gene Segura, you're a really good offense. Mm-hmm. When your nine guy is Cody Bellinger, give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. Good good luck. Good luck. So the first thing I have written down is I just have, it's the Dodgers. Yeah. Like, what, what do they have, 110, 112 wins or something like that? Yeah. Something crazy. Freddie Freeman, second in batting average and on base percentage. Leads the league in hits and doubles. Not the He's had such league, a quiet year. I don't MLB. get it. Yeah. Freddie Freeman is going off. He's, been He's probably not even the best first baseman in the NL. Paul Goldschmidt's been crazy this <laughs> yeah. year too, but Freddie well, Freeman, besides Rowdy Tellez, besides uh, Rowdy yes, Tellez. yes, yes, yeah. Freddie Freeman, second in batting average and on base percentage, leads in hits and doubles. Trey Turner is second in hits. They've got the two top hitters by hits. Trey Turner, twenty-seven stolen bases, eighth in the league. Yeah, uh... And, and do you know who we haven't even brought up yet? Probably their best player. Mookie. Mookie. Mookie Betts has 35 jacks this year. I was talking to my friends uh, last night, actually. All my friends were over. And they said, if you can take one player in the league right now in your in their prime offense, so hitting, who would you take? I was like, uh, Bryce, How- Bryce Harper, Pujols, Mookie Betts. Give me Mookie Betts. I think I'd lean Mike Trout, but Mookie Betts. Or is okay, second. so we said everyone but Mike Trout because that's okay. Like, okay, okay. Mike Trout okay. could go as the greatest. It's a, it's a cheat code, right? It's a cheat yeah, code. Yeah. But no, Mookie Betts. After yeah, we said everyone but Mike Trout because he's been the <laughs> MVP for the last twenty years. But um, Mookie Betts, so good. Mookie Betts, and and he's fifth in slugging. He's slugging five thirty seven. So he's like hitting the ball. A, and he, he's hitting it hard. Here's how good Mookie Betts is. I would argue that. 
if he was on the Nationals, I know you have a you have to have a complete team, a complete pitching team, whatever. If you give a little bit of supporting cast to the Nationals and you give Mookie Betts into any bad team, I think they're just going to win games. He's so effective. Are you He's saying so that the Nationals good. or Pirates could be a playoff contender if they had Mookie Betts on their team? A little bit more of a supporting cast. <laughs> You, maybe you maybe you like an ace if, or some some better pitcher. Yeah, they need pitching. You can't go to the postseason with Patrick Corbin in your rotation. Yeah, but <laughs> dude, the Mookie Betts is just so he's just that guy. He's so good. He's so good. And he gets overshadowed by everyone that you just listed without listing Will Smith. At Will without Smith? listing Gavin Lux. Max Muncy? Max Muncy. Justin Turner. Think about that. Insane. Yeah. How, how how is this team real? It's yeah. like you went on MLB The Show and just, like, made an all-star team. It is. Like, I don't understand. And 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 you you have teams like, like the Yankees where it's, like, you trust, like, one to three guys at the plate, like, ninth inning, bottom, bottom of the ninth, two outs. You trust, like, one or two guys, maybe three guys on the Yankees. You could go down all nine of these guys, put them at the plate – down one run, bases loaded, bottom hey, of the ninth. Joey Gallo and Ballinger are going to strike out a lot, but they'll they'll hit a dinger if you need them to. But guess what? You leave it middle-middle on Joey Gallo, he's sending it to the stands. Yeah, exactly. But but you, you put Will Smith at the plate. You put Max yeah. Muncie at the plate. Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux will knock out a single for you. Not to, and, that, and that's not even their best players. Yeah. Mookie, Freeman, Turner. It's crazy. How? Okay, wait. First of all, we're listing all these guys, and someone who is like a role player, who's also sometimes a bench player, Clay Thompson's brother, is crazy to me. <laughs> Did you see Clay at like some of those games too? Yeah, just absolutely. Oh my gosh, it, that's but, so fun. Yeah, that's, no, wa- watching his brother. Baseball? Yeah, the Dodgers are if they don't win it this year, it'd be a shame. It'd be I've a real got, shame. Spoiler alert: I have the Dodgers winning the World Series. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> hey, Ray, spoiler alert. Here's a bigger one here. I don't have them win the World Series. Anyways, I, realist, deep down inside I do, obviously. But when I come on a podcast, I can't be ESPN. I can't be original. I can't be – you just got you just, you just to be out there a little bit, right? <laughs> Anyways, the Dodgers deep down inside I know should, will win it um, if they don't. Uh, something crazy would have to win. Something crazy would have to, have to happen for them not to, yeah. I think. I mean, maybe Pete Alonso goes nuclear or something. I, I don't know. But it could happen. It won't happen. The NL, the Mets. I don't know. But the NLCS. I don't think it'll be the Mets either. Could, I think it'll be the. I think it'll be the Braves if it happens. The rematch is gonna be. Do you, crazy. Do you want to go right into the NLCS? Yeah, let's go with it. But I will say, if the Mets, um, if the Mets are Braves, if you put them in the AL, they're going to the World Series. Oh, those two teams. I think they're yeah. better than the Astros and the. Um, I, I think better than the Astros, the Blue Jays, the Yankees. I think Houston would take them seven, but I, I, yeah. I think you're right. I think the Mets and Braves could both come out of the AL. It just really sucks when you're with the Dodgers and Braves and Mets. Only one can make out of the three, right? Exactly. Um, baseball's crazy. Anything can happen. Give me the Dodgers. Okay, so the sorry, well, is the NLCS in seven games, or is that yes. just the World Series? Yep, that's seven. Give me the I, Dodgers. Give me the Dodgers in six games. I think it's going to be interesting. I've got Dodgers in seven. So, right. same same yeah. wavelength we're on. 
And I, the pitching I, matchups that we're going to see, the talent um, on offense that we're going to see in this series, I would pay so much money to go to Atlanta or LA for one of these games. Yeah. If I get risky and put five thousand, if I put my life savings on the Blue Jays to win while I'm there, I might just maybe fly out to LA for a game. There you I'm go. I'm just kidding. I could never college <laughs> kid. We we gotta save that money. Yeah. Um, but it's gonna be a crazy series. Dodgers in six. You have them in seven. Watch out for this matchup. It's it's gonna be electric. It's gonna be everything last year was and then some more. Because you gotta so, think it's last year's it's last year's matchup. But Freddie Freeman is on the opposite but, side, yeah. and and you add Ronald Acuna. That's a story in itself. Huge story, mm-hmm. huge story. T- take a break for a little bit. My favorite video, probably, for this whole season. Did you see the video where Freddie Freeman's kid, when they when they came back to Atlanta, Freddie Freeman's kid was I running did. up to uh to Dansby Swanson. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my heart, bro. That was that was so cute. That's a chilling moment. That gives you the chills. No, I did see that at the beginning of the year. The that was... ovation that he got when he returned to the Braves stadium. And, and, was and that's real. what you love to see in baseball, man. That's mm-hmm. that's what you love. There was no hard feelings, I don't think, between those guys. Because everyone knew that the, the Braves front office and What's Freddie the Bra- Freeman's agent. The Braves got something else. agent. They got Matt Olson. Freddie... Yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, Obviously, Freddie Freeman's better. But Matt Olson, I saw him. So I was at the... I've been pretty lucky with uh, sports songs lately, but I was at the game where um, O'Neal Cruz hit the hardest hit baseball on StatCast history. I remember history. you telling me about that. And there was a what single. Was it, like 122 or something like that? 120. And we're sitting in right field. Um, we're sitting in right field, so it comes right ass. Like, oh, that's gone. That's a homer. That got out in two seconds. No, it hits the top of the wall. And because it's hit so hard, he got a single. He's not a slow yep. guy. This isn't nope, Albert he's, Pujols he's running around. He's there. quick. Yeah. This is That's, a single because he hit so hard. It sounded. With, you go. He's he's up there with Bobby Witt Jr. and Trey Turner for like the fastest guy in the league. Yeah. No, O'Neal Cruz is quick, but he only got a single of that because it was hit so hard. I turned to my friend. I was like, dude, that's the, hard, that's the loudest sound I've ever heard in a baseball stadium. And then in the eighth inning of that game, Matt Olsen. Hits one outside the park into the river for a grand. He side. hit it into the river. That's right. I forgot yeah. you telling me about that. I was like, this all just happened in one game. This is surreal. Anyways, Matt Olson is kind of that guy. Frank Freeman's that guy. This is going to be a great series. We got to get over to the Astros and Yankees. Well, you have Astros Yankees. I got Blue you Jays, Jays Yankees. Jays, Yankees? You, you go first. I've got the Astros in five. I think the Yankees might steal a game. I mean, you know, you go up against like you know, Houston's three or four, whatever. Steal a game. I don't care. Houston. Yeah. Houston's got it. If Houston, which they could, but it probably will happen. If Houston is playing the Yankees, I guess so. Yank- so we I see in NFL, sorry, we see in NFL and we see in the NBA the most, like matchups. This is, in the MLB, you don't get this a lot because if you're a complete your team, you're a complete team. This is a huge matchup thing for me. If these two yep. teams are playing, the Yankees are so star-studded, but at the same time, like, just so sloppy. And yep. one, th- one through nine isn't anywhere near as complete as um, the Astros. Also, what we don't talk about is the Astros' bullpen. Yep. That's yeah, what no one good. talks about. They're good. 
I mean, they got they got the best uh, bullpen guy in the game, right? Former twin. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. yeah. Presley, um, right? Yep. Ryan. Yeah. Anyways. And and I, can I, Yankees fans listening right now, I just want to get in front of this one. I hope I am praying that Jose Altuve hits a home run off of a Roldis Chapman in this series. Yeah. I I want that to happen so badly. I cannot even express it. Like, yeah, the storylines with these the this series would be up there with the Dodgers and Braves. I'd be really I wouldn't be disappointed because we talked about how deep the MLB is this year, especially in the playoffs. I'd be really disappointed if we didn't get Astros, Yankees, and we didn't get um, Dodgers, Braves. Yeah, because yeah. those four I, teams are just. I think that's how it plays out, and and what a what a boring bracket to make, right? One two and one two. Yeah. But, I mean. What are you going to do? They're the four best teams. Got to do what you got to do. Um, yeah, so I do like the Blue Jays to beat the Astros. Because <laughs> give, give me Manoa and give me Gosman and give me uh, Guerrero and Guerrero so and Bichette. You, you have the Blue Jays over the Yankees then and, in the ALCS? Oh, my. oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I had them over the Astros. I got yep, them yep. in four. I got them in four over the Yankees. Sweeping them? Dude. Just give See me a ya. break with the Yankees. <laughs> I, I I think the Yankees will beat the Rays, but there's no way they get past the Blue Jays or Astros. Or if, hey, okay, if the Mariners, I think like if the Mariners, the Mariners would probably lose to the Yankees. But if the Mariners played the Yankees, I think it'd be closer than people think. Castillo I just don't think Cole this, is going to be a matchup. Yeah, I just Castillo, don't think Castillo the, is better than Garrett Cole. Yeah, I don't I don't think the Yankees are like you said. They're a one man team, one man show. There so, you go. Um, I got the Blue Jays. You got the Astros. I'll go first and say it. Blue Jays are winning the World Series in in four games. So I'm just kidding. They're winning in, <laughs> in seven games. They're going to L.A. They're flying wow. all the way from Toronto, Canada, which is right above wow. me in Syracuse, New York, all the way to L.A. And they're going there and shutting her down. Don, so not- as Pat McAfee would say. Shutting her down in, in L.A. That'd be electric. That'd be electric. Yeah, it probably. Let me t- happen, if they, I'm if, praying. If praying. they have a chance to win it in Game Six in Toronto, though, oh, they better end it because I don't think you can go to LA. No, and do it. No, you you just can't. You can't. But wait, um, no, no, is the is the MLB three? How do they how do they split it up? Is it two three two for a seven game series? I don't I don't remember. Two three two. That makes sense. Because because NBA is three one 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 or whatever, right? Or is is it? Two, no, two, no, one, no, 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 no. NBA is 2 2 1 2 1 1 1. Yeah. I okay. think that's. Dude, I don't even know. We could look, but we're too lazy. Um, yeah. Anyways, I think the if, Blue Jays if, got. Either, and... either way, if, if the Blue Jays win it in Toronto, look out. Yeah. Streets will be flooded. They're going to come down all the way to Syracuse. To it's going to be like Philadelphia after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> they have statues. They get yeah. Grease the light poles so people can't climb them. Dude, I forget that. How did the Raptors win the? How did the Raptors? The two most. <laughs> okay, you're ready for this. The two most forgotten professional sports championships of all time: the Nationals in 2019 and the yep. and the Toronto uh, Raptors <laughs> in 20. What was that 20? Was it 2019? Was it? I don't remember, but yeah. They probably were the same year because that was exactly right. Yeah. 
That was the year of COVID or the year before COVID. Yep. Yep. Anyways, that's for another time. You got the Dodgers. Um, as for reasons we have stated. Yep. I've, and I've got, a, I've got, you can. I've got LA in six. So I don't okay, think it goes quite Astros. seven, but yeah, I, I just think the Dodgers are too deep. I, I think they're too deep. What, what more is there to say? I mean, seriously. Dude, and the Braves, and it tells you how good the Dodgers team is when you look at the Braves and the um, Astros, because those two are some of the most complete teams in the MLB. Exactly. So, um, before this podcast episode started, we had breaking news. I wish we were, I really wish I would have gotten home in time to be doing this podcast episode as our phones were blowing up, but that didn't happen. Jacob <laughs> broke the news to me first. Did, were you watching the game? Were you watching the app app? I, w- I wasn't. I got notifications. I got, you know, uh, Jeff Passon blowing up my phone. So Yeah. You yeah. knew right when he hit that, it would take knew. more than a second for yep. you to get 85 notifications, which yep. I got, but I was a little bit late. What, what's really funny for me, too, is so, so I get all the sports notifications, right? So all of a sudden, you know, I get tweet notifications from, from Jeff Passan, Ken Rosenthal, all the baseball guys. And then all of a sudden, like, the the base or it, it moves out into, like, other sports. So, like, Adam Schefter tweets it out. Um, Woj tweets it out. But then all of a sudden, you start getting, like, the ESPN, the Bleacher Reports, all those kind of stuff. The score, the athletic, Jesus. Yep, yep. And then and then what I think is really funny is when you get, like, the news outlets that start to put it out. When you get the Fox yeah. News notification that Aaron Judge hit 62, it's, like, 20 minutes after it happened. It's like, oh, thanks, Fox. Thanks for letting me know. United States of America, what are we doing? <laughs> Why are we interrupting Ohio State, Wisconsin? I don't care. What college football game is on my TV? Why are we interrupting it for a man who it wasn't even to break the record? They were showing his at bats to no, 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 not only tie the record, they were showing weeks previous to where he was about to tie the record, right? We're interrupting college football to show at bats for Aaron Judge to tie a record and by the way he's 11 he's 11 shy of the home he's 11 short he's 11 short so this is for the ale unless he somehow like is in a home run derby tomorrow in texas and hits 11 home runs he doesn't have the record get not only okay honestly i'm gonna say it i think it's it's like me saying aaron Rodgers is a good guy but aaron judge love this guy honestly very fun very fun no, not just fun. I think his per- – like him giving the ball to his mom, I don't think that was yep. just like a media thing like for Cloud. No, I think like he's not. a really absolutely genuine not. dude. Correct. Honestly, his interview – he's the most down-to-earth, non-Yankees guy in a Yankees uniform. I've yep. met – not met. met Get him out of the pinstripes. Cool. Get him out of pinstripes. Yeah. Go um, to Boston. Anyways, Go to Boston. Come on. This guy is just amazing. He's such a good dude. Hate the team. Love the guy. Yep. Um – the when I was driving home, I got home and before we started this podcast episode, I had to go watch the video. It actually gave me goosebumps. It gave me chills. It's yeah. really cringy to say it. I don't care. This video, you got to go check it out. I know you'll find the video in a second, but the fact that the Rangers who are playing for absolutely nothing, but maybe nothing. last place in the, in the ALS have a packed jam packed stadium to watch Aaron Judge break the record is absurd. That and, and think about crazy. how much a ticket costs to get in that place. Probably Dude, 150 just to, bucks. 
the rain this game means absolutely nothing. Nothing. And it doesn't it doesn't packed. matter for playoff seating for the Yankees. It doesn't matter for anything for the Rangers. Except and for Aaron Judge. Hitting sixty two home runs and okay, there's hundred and sixty games in the MLB, right? One sixty two. So so even for a guy who's hitting sixty two home runs, statistically he's not even supposed to hit a run or hit a home run a game, right? So he's supposed mm-hmm. to average like more yeah. than one every two game every other game. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um so you're buying a ticket to go to a game to watch your favorite team in a game that means absolutely nothing but just for the chance to watch Aaron Judge break the record, which I think yeah. is so cool. And the crowd, this is the coolest thing. He, so he doesn't even hit at Yankee Stadium. The crowd goes absolutely absurd for yeah. the opposing team to hit this home run. And, and in the first inning, too. There's pros and cons to this. I already told you the con in the beginning, which why are we interrupting my – my precious watching of college football while I'm taking notes for this podcast to watch Aaron Judge get hit by a pitcher strikeout. Why am I getting interrupted for a guy who isn't beating the record? He's tying the record. Well, and, but and, then, and but me... then when you see a video like that, and then you have the whole story thing, and you you can have your take, but that was the one of the coolest things. You got well, it. So, take, so my my stage. thing about my thing about the whole Aaron Judge thing, right? The record is 73. The record stays with Bonds. I'm a huge Barry Bonds guy. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He should absolutely, like, that record is 73. Whatever. You can say MLB has really kind of skirted around that. You know, they've, they've said the, the American League record, which, sure, it's the American League record, but who cares about, you yeah. know, the American League re- It's the MLB record. It's 73. Right. Um, that's not to take away from Aaron Judge. His season, like, insane. Honestly, yeah, because was Barry Bonds the or damn near the triple crown when he had his home run season? Like Aaron Judge isn't just batting for like he's not just hitting for power. No, no, he's he's having an all time great season, and he's still fifth yeah. all time in in single season home runs, which which is insane, but it's not a record. And 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 that's nothing to take away from Aaron Judge. That's just everything against the Yankees fans. Saying, "Oh, it's the American League record." Yada yada. No, it's your team record. Yeah. Like it's it, it's it's the most home runs by a Yankee. Cool. And, yeah. and it, maybe it's the American League record, but but who cares about the American League? Like yeah. Like could could you imagine like, let's say Jason Tatum just goes off next year. Oh, he he has the most points in Eastern Conference history. Yeah. What? No one cares. No one cares. Yeah. Absolutely no one cares. Like why the media has hyped up the media has over has um blown this whole steroid thing up that ruins this whole this whole thing with Aaron Judge. Yeah. Because I don't care how many drugs you're on to hit seventy three home runs in a year. I don't really care if you have a cork in your bat to hit seventy three home runs in a year. Like we are we've ingrained not we the media the United States of America, the Major League Baseball, has ingrained into all of the fans' heads that it's not a real record. 73 home runs isn't real because Barry Bonds is in the Hall of Fame because he took steroids. It doesn't... Dude, 73 home runs. And and, and we look like we're wearing tinfoil hats saying Barry Bonds' record should count. Also, has, we're, Barry we're... Bonds come out, has Barry Bonds come out here and said, oh yeah, I took steroids that whole year? Uh, he wasn't popped when he did it. Like he wasn't. They, they didn't start drug testing. I want to say they didn't start drug testing until like 
2005 or something. And I think it was 2001 that he hit all those home runs. So why does it matter? He didn't test positive. Everyone knows he was juicing. Everyone knows everyone was juicing back then. Who cares? So that's what, that's the big thing. We could do a whole nother segment on this debate right here because the pitchers, you don't think the pitchers are on shit? Roger Clemens was juicing. Yeah, but he's like, we we have a whole day named after Roger fucking Clemens. Right? Yeah. The guy's like Barry Bonds. He was on stuff. Yeah. Let's chill out a little bit. Huh? Yeah. Let's yeah. not interrupt college football games for Aaron Judge. You you got your team record. That is so awesome. Yeah. Why would I? Re- I mean. And, and like, I, like I said, granted, it's nothing it's to take away from Aaron Judge. He's an awesome guy. It's an no, awesome season. Absolutely. But. But screw you, Yankees fans, and screw you, mainstream media. It is not a record. Yeah. I don't care what you say. It's not a record. So Screw you, know. Yankee fans, and screw <laughs> you, mainstream. We're leaving at that because Aaron Judge, world-class guy. If the Vikings could throw $850 million, do it so we can be relevant. Every team will be doing it. Um, I really – I don't – first of all, I don't want to face him for the next however many years, so get him off the Yankees. But also, every team, just please get Aaron Judge so that a good guy can go to a good team. Yep. Yep. I hate this fake rivalry between the Twins and Brewers. Brewers. We're supposed to hate you, but go get Aaron Judge. I don't really care. Oh, my gosh. Could you, could you, imagine, could you imagine if Aaron Judge just goes to, like, a really small market team? That'd be could you, amazing. Could you imagine? Dude. I, it'd be incredible for baseball. But could yeah. you imagine, like, Aaron Judge signs with, like, the Rockies or the Diamondbacks or something. What? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think he's I think he's going to be, like, a Red Sox or a Met, because I think, I think Steve Cohen might just, like, throw, like, a billion dollars at him. Okay, you don't think... Yeah, I guess we got to touch on this. You don't think he's going to be a Yankee? I think he's going to be a Yankee. I think the Yankees would be smart to re-sign him. I don't know if they will. Who are the Yankees without Aaron Judge this year? They don't make the playoffs. They're, they're Glaber Torres and Garrett Cole. Actually, not only do they not make the playoffs, they are the worst team in the AL East in their own division, right? Maybe. I mean, the Red Sox were. Oh, not okay. Great. Yeah, the Red Sox. Um, the Orioles are better than the Orioles are better. Them. Yeah, yeah. I love the Orioles, dude. I think we gotta touch on the Orioles uh, before next year for sure. Oh yeah, because uh, that team. Isn't only the youngest. Team. Well, I guess the Guardians statistically they're younger, but with well, Gunnar Henderson, Adley Rutschman, like I tell got... you what, I've got a list of jerseys that are like in my shopping cart. Adley Rutschman is in my top five. Yeah, at least the talk about good guys like Aaron Judge, Adley Rutschman's great. Guy. And I think I think Ryan Mountcastle is also in my top ten. Love Ryan Mountcastle too. Yeah, this Orioles team is fun. Um, we told you our playoff bracket predictions. Um, we talked about Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Judge. We literally just gave you the encyclopedia. If you haven't been watching the MLB all year, we just gave you every single goddamn thing you need to know going into the playoffs. Um, it's it's your playoff it, encyclopedia. It's your playoff. Honestly, this is what the this is what the title of the podcast can be. Colin Bach, you're listening to this. You are going to title it "Playoff Encyclopedia." Also, this is the man who you have seen the great graphics recently of uh my picks who have been doing absolutely horrific but what did we do this week jacob you what did five, we finally do five one and one five one five, and one, one and i one. i usually like to say hey not everyone i get it not everyone likes to make money 
right? <laughs> Some people don't like making money. If you like making money, I suggest you ride with these picks because now we are just one game below 500 in the go. NFL. There you go. Uh, we're kind of climbing our way back up. We do got to touch on um, – you wrote it down, but the Angels. So, the Angels, Tatis, and then I've got a couple Twins things yet to get it. Okay. So, dear God, I wish I have a prayer right now. <laughs> Please get the greatest baseball player of all time off this team. And, 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 the, second, the, and the second greatest and, and then the second and the best overall baseball player off this team. Or Noah Syndergaard's not going to do it. Or get they traded some him. supporting they traded, cast. They here. traded Syndergaard. He went to Philly, you remember? Yeah, it tells you a lot when your team goes and gets Noah Syndergaard and then trades him um, because even he can't succeed there. Oh, my gosh. I, it's just, it really sucks. Maybe they sign Jacob deGrom when he's a free agent this offseason, but, like... Uh, that won't do it either. I'll tell you that no, right now. No, it won't, because then guess what? They've got no back end. Yeah. You I could mean, sign the greatest pitcher on the planet, but they don't have a two through five, and they don't have a bullpen. Yeah. It's you, a shame. Are you, are you in the camp of, of you think the Angels are actually going to trade him? Who? Otani and Trout. Well, not until after this, after the next year. Well, I guess I don't know how long Trout's under contract, but o- they just Otani. resigned Otani. Oh, yeah, it's like a one-year deal, right? Thirty million. Yeah. So at least another year. I I think so too. He can still get maybe... trade under under being signed though. What right? What is that trade package going to look like? Yeah. If they if trade Otani, holy buckets! Honestly, all of sports. If we're giving up uh, six players and four first-round picks for Rudy Gobert, what's Otani going for? Well, and think about the Soto deal. Soto's deal was massive. You can't trade picks yeah. in the MLB, but it, Mackenzie Gore, C.J. Abrams, top, top prospects. Robert Hassel, really good prospect. James Wood Dude. Could, could be the next uh, Aaron Judge. James Wood is that good of a prospect. And then on the... top of that, I mean, how stupid was that trade? Like just the in, Padres? In, How do you get I, Juan Soto and Josh Bowen? How do you get worse? That's a shame. I don't know. I'll say, okay, in coming years, like the next 10 years, will this team be a lot better? Of course. And I, I, right. I should say that it's not and, a stupid trade. It's, it's a stupid yes. amount of players. It's just, it, it yeah. was a really good trade for the Padres. It'll work out in the next two years because they still have Soto for two more years. But that is just an insane haul for Washington. I don't know if there's a team that has the prospects to trade for Shohei Otani. Yeah. Um, it does make things interesting because you can't really – like draft picks and don't mean much. It, well, you can't trade draft picks. You, you just cannot trade them. They have to trade prospects because yeah. there's like a million draft rounds in the MLB. But I, I will say with Otani, it's going to help a little bit that he's not under contract for another two years because when, when the Nationals were trading Soto, they were trading a contract for two and a half more years. Like, Soto's not a free agent until 2024. So, if Otani's on an expiring contract, you're trading for, what, three months of Otani? So, it'll still be a really, really big trade package, but it won't be, like... It won't make you be like, wow, we just, like, sacrificed ten years of our future. I really hope whatever happens to Otani happens to Trout. I hope they stay together. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Um, Who... But the fact... <laughs> but you're you're in L.A., like... Yeah, and you get exactly. all this coverage because you're in LA, yep. and you just get overshadowed not only because you're the second worst baseball team in your um, city, but you're the third worst baseball team, or you're the fourth worst baseball team in the state. 
Yep. yep. Padres and Giants are way better than you. It's a shame to see Angels, Mike Trout. Mike Trout, please get to a playoff team. What about Mike? What about Mike Trout for Aaron Judge? Straight up, come on, let's make it happen. <laughs> um. Anyways, we touched on that. The greatest baseball player of all time hasn't been in the playoffs yet. Um, we touched on Aaron Judge. Oh, you were gonna touch on the Twins, but um, a little bit of Packers Vikings. How are we feeling after you almost lost to the Patriots in overtime? You know the Packers. Are you, are you la- giving it time, or are you gonna jump the gun? The Packers the last two weeks have been really, really boring to watch, and and that's oh, yeah. what I'm. I I am so confused about what the Packers are this season because I've never had a, a team to watch where all of a sudden I'm relying on my defense. Like I've always been They're like, okay, Aaron Rodgers, okay, yeah. okay. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's it's the pass game. It's the run game as a secondary option. And now this year, it's it's Aaron Jones. It's AJ Dillon out of the backfield. I would argue that's the best one-two running back pairing in the I, NFL. Yep, I would too. It, they're so. And then the worst receiving core in the league. The worst receiving core. Yeah. Not to mention, like, I don't think we've had a week where all of our guys are in, because like Sammy Watkins has been out, Randall Cobb has been out. Uh, Alan Lazard was out week one, which, by the way, it's a bad receiving core. Alan Lazard has looked really good the last two weeks. Well, my main thing, um, not only why I predicted, obviously I'm biased, but I predicting the Vikings to win the division. But my big thing this year was um, who are the – what is your team? I don't care who the quarterback is when your number one receiver is Alan Lazard. He's, I'm not taking I, a lot yeah. away from him. But he's like a th- he's like a three, maybe a two on a bad receiving core, right? Yeah. So it shows you how bad this receiving core. But I will never, because I've seen it blow up in my face so many times. I'll never count out Aaron, not just Aaron Rodgers, but the Packers as a franchise because I think Christian Watson and Dobbs. I'm low on Christian Watson because I don't think he can play five years in college football and be like a really good NFL player, even though he's a freak athlete. Yeah. Um, I just Romeo Dobbs. Obviously, Cobb will get you some stuff. And Tunyon, Tunyon song. But Romeo Dobbs and Watson, they could turn it on and then watch out because it's still Aaron Rodgers. And once he gets the trust of these guys, as much as I want to just stomp on the Packers and say you're screwed, <laughs> they're 3-1. and one. The Vikings are 3-1. and one. You guys have Aaron Rodgers. We have Kirk Cousins. Um, and, and like you, I said, you watch out for that. that Packers defense. That Packers defense, holy shit. Yeah. It's I mean, really good, but then, I mean, but then they let up twenty four against the Patriots no, and the Vikings. I, and, I, and I, I know, I know, I know. They are stacked. They have a really look. Good look defense. at if if and I know it hasn't necessarily played out on, played out on the field yet, but on paper, that secondary is probably the best in the league. You've got Savage back there. You've got Jair Alexander. Yeah. You've got Eric Stokes. You've Douglas. got Adrian Amos, Rasul Douglas. How yeah. ridiculous is that? And then really you look you look at the line. Watching, oh my goodness, bro! Campbell, and honestly, it hasn't missed a beat since you, uh, since since we got Zedarius. No, because we still have Preston Smith coming off the edge. Yeah, and and watching the Patriots game, I know the Patriots offensive line is is dog water. Preston or uh, not Preston Smith, uh, Rashawn Gary was in the backfield like every single play. He was blowing it up. He's really good. And He's a really underrated player. He is. He is. It's a solid and, and I, 
I'm very excited about this defense. And it's been I'm, a long time since I've said that about a Packers team. <laughs> I'm really excited about uh, the Vikings and Packers this year. What's what's going to happen in the end? Because yep. I think it's not going to stay like this. I think, uh, like I said, I think Dobbs and Watson will get going. And then the Vikings hopefully find traction. And we're going to see an absolute showdown in the FC North. When when do we play next, you know? Later in the season. I don't sure. think last game of the year, maybe. Believe it or not, my wallpaper is uh, the Vikings schedule. Oh, really? We play you guys week <laughs> 17 at Green Bay. Yep. January yep. 1st, New Year's Day. Am I ringing that right? Oh, yeah, boy. New Year's Day. That's awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> and be a little hard over the, how's for How does the NFL just keep getting better? I don't get this. I don't know. The NFL just finds a way. Yeah, let's just throw a bunch of my admins on Prime and then let's get Al Michaels and Curb Herbstreit on there. Yeah. Let's replace Al Michaels with uh, the Syracuse legend Mike Tirico. Yep. <laughs> with Chris and and I, said it, I said it earlier talking about Sunday Night Baseball, but ESPN with the Manning cast, have you, yeah. have you watched the Manning casts at all? I like tune in sometimes, but my... I'm just so well. You should be this way too, because the Joe Buck and Aikman are always going Packers games, so they always were in the F, the for Fox. And, and I, but I those are my that. favorite. Those are my favorite. Um, so I wish they weren't paired with Aikman yeah. and Buck because yeah, then I could I watch them more. But I gotta stay on the Buck. And cast. and and here's here's my theory on it. Right, if I if I bet on Monday Night Football or if my team is playing Monday Night Football, I'll watch the main broadcast. If it's a silly little game like. Week one was a uh, Cowboys Bron- Giants. No, yeah, Cowboys Giants or uh, oh yeah, Seahawks, which yeah. like I'll turn on Peyton and Eli because I think they're hilarious. They're and so it's funny. Also, it, they've also got that element where sure Joe Buck and and Troy Aikman they're really fun to watch, but they don't give you that insight into the game like like a Tony Romo does. Like that's what well, I think Aikman so kind of does though. He kind of does, but not to the level that Romo does, and not to, near the or level. The yeah. Mannings, the Mannings are crazy because also they can bring on guests that don't have to be filtered. Correct, correct. <laughs> like if you bring on Pat McAfee, you're in yeah. for and and in for red. I, the guests, the guests are whatever. They've had good guests, they've had bad guests. They're whatever. But I love watching Peyton and Eli. They just like banter back and forth as brothers, and then just them sitting there and like Peyton, like you know, looking at the play and be like, okay, look, the safety came down on this one, and they, they crashed on this receiver, so he was open, and they threw it to the slant because that guy, oh my goodness. I, you just sit there, and you learn from the two of the best quarterbacks of the, our generation. Wow. Let me and we're going to get that it next year with uh, so Tom, Tom Brady on Fox, yep. which is awesome. Tom, did you see Did you see the Tom Brady news today? Giselle. Yep. They both lawyered up. Here we go. Hey. These... Women that try telling their husbands to not play football, get out of here. He's the love goat. Is, love is let dead. It, love is dead. Love, I mean, let him do his thing. He's he's done next year. He's already <laughs> saved next I, year. Stick it out for one more year, Giselle, and you will be greatly rewarded I, with a $350 million yeah. contract, which isn't even as much as she's making, but he'll be I, on Fox. I, I, Dude, being a broadcaster... Is the easy you you do one game a week? Well, you. I mean, fly Giselle, he's place. gonna be. I mean, yeah, but he's gonna, he's gonna be, gonna be home all the time with you. Come on. But do you really think Tom Brady's gonna half-ass it? Do you really think that Tom Brady's gonna spend twelve hours a week maybe, watching film for maybe whoever the wife is? You're screwed with Tom Brady because he's the busiest body, right? Yeah, and and um, <laughs> I, I saw I saw a meme right before coming on here where it was a uh, 
a clip from the office, you know, where like, uh, Michael and, uh, um, Pam are going back and forth about Michael dating Pam's mom and, and, uh, and it was <laughs> yeah. like, pa- Pam was Giselle and she said, just stop playing football. And Michael says, you know what? I'm just going to play football even harder. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady. I'm just going to play football even harder, you know? <laughs> NFL meme accounts go so hard on Instagram until one of them, uh, posts like, a really messed up meme from so the second do you follow canadian cutler mm-hmm. yeah anyways uh, the is second it, that the second yeah did you see it yeah did you see when they posted it yeah it's all fun games until an account posts that and then you're like yeah right, or or they post the, the antonio brown picture jesus <laughs> that place i just got a bleach report notification so first of all braves win the NL East. anyways verlander records Eight, wait. Eight strikeouts in a row. What? Ties a franchise record. So he's 39 years old. Um, He just struck out eight in a row and he's going to win the Cy Young. Holy shit. Is there anything better than game breaking news on a, on a podcast episode? No. But yeah, not. this guy's insane. This guy's insane. Anyways, um, that's going to wrap it up. It doesn't feel like we've been talking for two hours because it doesn't, you and it I, doesn't. you and I can just go on and on like we did at the back <laughs> of the bus ride with Nick Corm every time. Go. But uh, it's a pleasure catching up with you. Pleasure recapping the regular season baseball, um, going after it with the Vikings Packers and giving our little playoff encyclopedia. That's gonna be the title of this podcast name. There you go. Thanks for having me on, Max. I appreciate it. It was a good time. Of course, Jacob. Okay, I'm going to stop this podcast episode. Take it into the Mac Sports Podcast, episode number eight. We're out.